Welcome, you turds and turdettes and zerds. You like what I did there? Gave you the the male version and the female version of turd. And then I threw in a zerd, which is the non-binary gender fluid pronoun for turds looking just to be accepted in life and then all gender bathrooms everywhere. But thank you guys for joining me again for the third episode of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel. D-H-W-D-T is how we're going to uh, uh, abbreviate that, although I think it's the exact same number of syllables as saying the actual name of the podcast, maybe one one less syllable. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming back and listening. I don't know why you are. It doesn't make sense to me, but I love you for it. Pretty cool. Actually, the second episode had more viewers than the first, and I'm hoping that this one continues to grow, and um, maybe some point we'll, we'll actually have a real thing going on here, and you guys can say, wow, I was there from the beginning. I'm Dusty's number one fan. And then I'll say, that's stupid. I don't know why you listen to this. But anyway, what's kind of cool about gaining uh, more listeners is uh, your boy got some some ad reads to do. He's got some sponsorships, and um, that's actually how we're gonna we're gonna start out today's podcast. Is I'm just gonna read a couple of ads, and then I'll give you a brief explanation of who I spoke to in this podcast, and then we'll just lead right into the podcast and um. I hope you guys will enjoy it. Uh, let's see. First ad. Um, let's see. Zipyourcooter.com. Go ahead and visit zipyourcooter.com for thousands of hitman resumes. Looking to quiet your loud mouth bitch of a wife up. Zipyourcooter.com has thousands and thousands of men looking for jobs. And all they want to do is just hush the loud mouth women up. That was kind of repetitive, Zipyourcooter. I mean, come on, man. You can't you can't be more original than that. Ah, jeez. Look at me ad-libbing in, in the middle of my uh, my ad read. Anyway, go ahead and just uh, visit zipyourcooter.com and enter homo code Dusty's Tunnel for an additional 10% off your prison sentence for conspiracy to commit murder. That's Dusty's Tunnel, tunnel spelt with two L's. All right. On to the next ad. Let's see, today we are also brought to you by uh, You Gapin. You Gapin. Join thousands of people looking to shrink their pee and buttholes in the comfort of your own home. You Gapin cuts out the middleman that makes you a giant cuck and helps shrink your spouse's gaping holes from all that pounding that you really only participated in by standing in the corner and watching. Uh, YouGapin.com. Enter promo code Fill the hole for 20% less confidence in your marriage. That's yougapin.com, promo code, fill the hole for 20% off uh, your confidence in your marriage. So that's Zip Your Cooter and You Gapin. Thank you, guys. All right. So uh, in this episode of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel, D-H-W-T-T, I sit down with the very funny... Um, and very knowledgeable group, uh, improv group called Dick Cannon. And group members, Amanda, Corey, and uh, Jimmy, break down what it takes to do improv and shows my audience what being funny actually sounds like. They're actually really funny. I had a great time sitting down with these guys. I, I really enjoyed listening to them. They made me laugh several times. I'm actually planning on going to watch them at their new show at the UCB in Los Angeles. Upright Citizens Brigade in Los Angeles. Um, they have a new show there called Dick Cannon Wins the Lottery. Next show is on July uh, 5th, which is the day after July 4th, which is Independence Day, where you get to shoot off all of those fireworks and feel super patriotic about those Chinese-made fireworks just blowing up and polluting our skies. So I hope you guys have a lot of fun doing that. And then maybe the next day, go down to Los Angeles, check out Dick Cannon wins the lottery at UCB. Uh, I'll be there. I may be taking some friends with me. 
pretty excited about it because these guys actually uh they're really funny just to talk to and i bet that they take it up several notches even when they're on stage they they seem like they really know what they're doing but i do have to apologize for my part in this podcast uh one because i screwed up my sound somehow and i can't fix it so i sound very quiet through the whole podcast, uh, which actually kind of turns out to be a good thing because I interrupt these guys way too often, and it was really annoying, like listening to it back, how often I do it and how unfunny I am. But these guys pick up the slack; they make the podcast very funny and very entertaining. And um, you're gonna learn a lot about improv, especially if you don't know anything about it. Um, I learned a lot; I knew a little bit about it going in, but not very much. And I kind of feel like I I have the gist of how things work in the the improv community at least on a basic level now so i mean it's just a lot of fun a lot of fun learning how all that works and um yeah let's go ahead and just uh just watch dick cannon uh fire loads of boo comedy all over their microphones yeah that's that's kind of the shit that i i contribute but uh enjoy it thanks guys It was the remember the one I sent you the advertisement of it and it was like, it's not an escape room. It's like requires teamwork. Da, 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 da. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. It's like it's like an audio one. So you're blindfolded. Oh and you're sitting in the room. yeah, I didn't want to do that. I showed I sent you guys the poster of it, uh, but I looked into it more and it's basically like you're blindfolded in a room and there was just a voice. You have headphones on and the voice is just like, you're walking down a hallway, to the right there's a mirror. To the, and I was like, that's bullshit. That's I'm like not a, paying that much money to well, do that. Well, you could do that escape room at home. Yeah, literally. It's like a kind of like, hey, meditation. Dusty, close your eyes. I don't... You're in a hallway. Like, <laughs> I'm in the living room. Maybe we should do that. Um, yeah, so I was like, that's not fun. Real escape rooms are fun. Have you done one? No, I've wanted to do one for a long time. Oh, but uh, I was not interested in all, at all in doing one. Like, uh, And then I did my first one, and I was like, yes! yes. And I've done like six, and I want to do more. That's awesome. I've been recording this whole thing. You have by the way. Great. Yeah, it's recording. Really? Oh, yeah. Cool. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's you. You guys, like, we're in a natural conversation. Yeah. And it felt right. It yeah. felt like I just really wanted to push the button. Can everyone, uh, I guess we could check the sound levels. Test one, two. Can you Testing guys hear it? one, two. Your headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Do yep. you hear yeah. me chewing cool? my peanut butter toast? Yes. Let's Let get that. Can we get that peanut butter toast clean? I swallowed it. Oh, that was good. Corey, you son of a bitch. It sounded scratchy as it went down. Actually, I didn't hear it, but I just... <laughs> I also didn't hear it. Yeah. used your imagination, like in a fake escape room. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's okay. I feel like... Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Look, there's green things happening on the screen, so that means Levels. it's recording. That means it's good. And then if it yeah, gets into the red... The color of yeah, blood. Keep it down. Red is the color of blood. Green is the color of... Trees. Red is the color of plankton. Is it? Sometimes. Oh, interesting. What does plankton bleed? I think there's red plankton, and I'm thinking of algae. Never mind. Oh. Mm. Mm. Are algae and plankton the same thing? You know, I don't think so. I don't think they are either. Algae and allergy is the same thing. Yes. 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 Good. Especially if you're allergic to algae. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, every time I sneeze, I sneeze out an entire lake filled with algae. Well, is it red? Yes. That's blood and it's mucus and that's not good. Oh. Should I go to the doctor? Yes. No. I don't need to. I went uh, two weeks ago and they said I was fine. So. Oh, good. When they took out all that earwax? Uh, I took that out myself. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, oh, did, you, did you do the candle thing? No, no, can, no. Jimmy, can you show Dusty a picture of how much fucking earwax came out? Uh, I might have it on my when thing. I was, I, when I was a kid, the, yeah, I had If you have your phone, it's on. I could relate to this. It's, um, now it's ear dandruff. I have ear dandruff. What? Uh, what is that? I get that too. Yeah. It's um, really itchy. It's all mixed in. But yeah. yeah, I can't even do the candle. Like my earwax is too heavy duty for that. Really? So I got, um, you can get it off of Amazon. It's like called an elephant ear washer. 
and it's just like it's a for elephants but you, you <laughs> yes okay. i got it from south africa uh it is not legal in the states no, no, no. uh but it's basically it's like a spray bottle with like a hose attached to it um and you fill it with like half uh warm water and half hydrogen peroxide and you just like spray it into your ear and it just has like a steady stream of water going into it um and oh boy does it clean your ears out good oh, that's cool i think i have a similar thing for my dog yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I think my mom used to use it on our dogs. Um it's great. Cool. I cannot recommend it enough. It my equilibrium was thrown off for like two days afterward because of like because it was just a solid hunk of wax in each of my ear canals and all of a sudden it was just out, so my head felt lighter. Yeah, and he wouldn't stop falling over. That's like a like an eargasm. It was it did feel oftentimes like, when I have the regular gasm. I am disoriented or? and lightheaded and dizzy for days mm. after my I, equilibrium. I was also jacking off when I did this, so that could have had something to do with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's. Oh, a, that's disgusting. That's those are slugs. Aren't it's they? so gross. Um, I've thought about this picture almost every day since you sent it. It's crazy. Look at I, the hair in it. I know. I accidentally scrolled past it yesterday, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. I had to delete it off my, like, gallery photos just because if I, like, <laughs> went through and looked at it, I'd be like, God, I can't believe can that came out of my body. Can you send that to me? Yeah. That'll be the picture I post when I post this podcast. Oh, yeah. great. No one will listen to it. Yeah, so what it looks like or is two of, slugs yeah. next to a nickel. Yeah. Um, just picture or that. Or you'll listen to it, and it'll you'll listen to it better than anybody else in the world. I now. will. Yeah. I, I thought my hearing was going to improve, like, 200%. Uh, but it didn't. Hmm. The, I could hear more like birds uh, <laughs> chirping and stuff. Like that was the only thing I noticed. I was just like, "Oh, I can hear birds more easily outside." Um, but I really thought that it would like just improve my hearing overall. But it really didn't. It's weird. Um, should we introduce what? ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, this is Corey. Oh, our. Ourself. I'm at our, our oh, Introduce each, each other. other. Okay. It's your podcast. I'm Dusty. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Dusty. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm Jimmy. Jimmy. Ear, earwax Jimmy. Yeah. Earwax Jimmy. I'm Amanda. Earwax Amanda. She waved. I'm not creative. I just I'm one thing. Corey. Peanut butter Corey. Peanut butter Corey. Corey. Corey was eating peanut butter before this episode started, everyone. Well, what if, what if you did started. the ear thing and peanut butter came out? Honestly, was, I'd probably try to profit off of that. that. I think I can make some money. That was that was very honest. Yeah. I think I've always thought if there's anything super weird with me, I'd try to make money off of it. Yeah. Should I try to make money off my earwax? I don't think anyone wants to see that. I mean, sculptures. Yeah. You mm. could put that in a gallery in L.A. somewhere. That's true. Tiny I little earwax sculptures. <laughs> of, I of the birds you can hear now. Ooh. Ooh. Because very... then it would have some sentiment. Yeah, and that, that like tells my story. Yeah, it could also be like auditory, so you can have Ooh. like some bird sounds at the at start, a quiet level, and it's like, if you can't hear the birds, you have too much earwax. And then it's a learning experience for yeah. everyone. And then I can sell my own brand of the uh, spray bottle that I bought. Well, guys, I got to get started on this. I'm going to go. This is a business my podcast, job. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We're, we're going to break out cocaine soon, and Ooh. our ideas are going to get really good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I legitimately felt guilty sending you guys that picture uh, without the proper warning, uh, but I was so excited after I did it. It was, was lunchtime. It was awful. <laughs> um, we can stop talking about my earwax now. <laughs> There's other parts to me we could, that are significant. We could stop. But I don't think we are, so... We could bring it back later. We could bring it back. I'm drinking cold brew and whiskey, which is a strange combination. Oh, you put it in there? No. Oh, I see the glass now. Separate. I thought about combining it, but then I was like, eh, I might, not. Interesting. I might not like the cold brew afterward, and I want to keep drinking it. Yeah, I just had one on the way here from um, Gelson's. That's Coffee. a that's a quick time to drink a full cold brew. Oh yeah, I don't, here. I yeah, I Ooh. drink things quickly. Uh, I don't know how I feel about cold brew anymore. It yeah. gets me too hyped. I like that. Yeah. I like it's I it's not so much the caffeine that keeps me awake. It's like the fear of dying. 
like the mm. chest pain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I get anxiety from that, and that keeps me awake, which I think is words. I think that's good. I think mm-hmm. if I were advertising cold brew, that would be one of my selling points. Mm-hmm. And once again, this is a business podcast, mm-hmm. so I think we're right on track. We're doing great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing headphones. No problem. I bought them, uh, and they were expensive, so I want to use them as good. much as possible. Yeah. None of these are expensive, except for maybe those. But the, they're very He pointed important. at my headphones. He did. Corey, how do those feel? They feel like luxury yeah they have a very long cord oh yeah it's curly and it's stretchy mine's curly and stretchy as well oh you had to wrap yours around the stand a couple one time i like to do that this reminds me of before cordless phones oh Oh, oh, man are you guys old enough for that how old is everyone yeah oh hell yeah yeah how old are you again very young i don't remember i know roughly how old you are you i know roughly exactly you're 32 32 I'm the oldest one in this group. I'm 29, but I look 19. Not with that beard, you don't. I look 20 with this beard. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, I'm 25. Aw. I'm 25. And I'm 28. Uh, I'm almost 26, though. Uh, my birthday is in a little more than a month. <gasps> what are you going to do? I, I don't know yet. Um, I'm waiting to see if we have a show scheduled around then are you gonna make a candle out of earwax uh oh that's a good idea i could save some serious dough doing that and uh all the all the money you're spending on candles you can really <laughs> save yeah. something think about that all the, all this money that you're spending on lighting yeah you know i should my uh, my headlight in my car went out recently <laughs> I should just fill that sucker with earwax and light it on fire. Earwax candle. <laughs> and, and then just, I just a big earwax candle like on the hood of your car. Yeah. With a little glass thing so it doesn't blow out. Yeah, because when I take that baby on the freeway, you yeah. know, I'm going 35, 40 miles an hour. Uh, okay. People don't like driving behind me. Good talk. This is good talk. Um, it, that probably won't pick up. And even if it does, it's just we're being natural mm-hmm. environment. What is the name of your your group? Uh, our group is called Dick Cannon. Uh, we're an improv group, uh, and we also are now a sketch group. Officially a we sketch group. We're officially a sketch officially group. Officially sanctioned by the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater we in had Los all, Angeles, California. We had a whole ceremony. <laughs> Beth Appel knighted us as sketch comedians officially. It was very moving. Um, I believe it was covered on E, like the the red car. It was similar to the uh, the royal wedding. We got a run at UCB <laughs> for our, our sketch show. show. <laughs> when you say that, do you mean you have to run there to make it on time for your shows? We run in yeah. the show. Yes, oh. we do. I have occasionally ran to UCB to make it in time for things, though, because I live close enough to walk, but and also to run. And also to run. I live close enough that I could walk if I left at the right time, but when I don't, I run. Sometimes you'll be driving down Sunset Boulevard and you'll see Corey Webster running to UCB. And now you know why. Because he left his house too late. Yeah. Um, And Dick Cannon is a play on... um, Nick Cannon. Oh, I was going to say Mariah Carey. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was a little off, I guess. Because Mariah in... Portuguese, <laughs> dick, and carry in German means cannon. And we all know that Mariah Carey is famously Portuguese and German. Has and so are we. We yes. all know that Mariah carries a dick cannon. Whoa. Um, Chills. <laughs> but how did... It didn't. The name started with the Ramstein concert, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can get into that. Uh, yeah. A while ago, we were all sitting around chatting. There was four of us at that time. There was four of us. There was five of us at that time. Uh, there was five of us, but there was four of us in the room at yeah. that time. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we texted Kiki about it after, and we're like, "This is the name now." Because yeah. we were before we were Dick Cannon. We were the awful, awful name of Educated Yes. We played one show as Educated Yes. Uh-huh. It was my idea to name us that. 
and uh, that I was before the that was when the wax was still in your ears. Yeah, I and did. you couldn't hear it correctly. Exactly, it sounded like like educated. Yes, actually, sounded in your ears like Dick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and uh, then cleaned out my ears. Was it Corey? Was it you that was talking at? about the, the concert? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I went to a concert for the. German hey, look band Ramstein, and uh, one of the songs he comes out and he is riding on a giant penis that shoots foam all over the audience. And then uh, our friend Mark was like, like a dick cannon. And then we all laughed. We enjoyed it very much at the time. <laughs> and then it, we said, it's like Nick Cannon. And then we we're like, that should be our name. <laughs> It's very good. Uh, yeah. And Even then it's... if Nick Cannon wasn't a person, just the idea of a Dick Cannon is... Mm-hmm. Actually, I did a podcast last night, and we were literally talking about dildos that shoot sem- semen or uh, sperm-shaped bullets. Hmm. Oh, okay. Which would be a Dick Cannon. Yeah, sperm, it would be. Sperm-shaped bullets could be like our side... Team. Project, yeah, uh, our uh, like our alter ego, yeah, the Ooh. evil dick cannon, sperm shaped bullets. <laughs> we all have goatees because evil twins have goatees in like, television and film. Yes, and you guys constantly fight the evil contraception. <gasps> Contra chills. Con- Ooh, contraception. I, man, you're operating on many different levels. I can barely keep up. But yeah, very creative. So that's when we came up with our team name. I didn't like it at first. I don't think anyone did. But then we started doing well. Getting, yeah, then we started doing well and getting shows, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah people people liked the name. Uh-huh. That helped. It, it definitely helped a little bit with yeah. some branding stuff. I do think it's a rite of passage, though, that new improvisers or new improv teams have bad names, punny names. So I'm glad we shedded it. It's always kind of feels like it had to happen. Yeah, it's always a pun, right? With Almost always. It's no. kind of, that's sort of fallen out of fashion it's very, lately. It's very much fallen out of right fashion. Right now, one of the things that is in is having like four people and calling your team like three, like friends or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, but then there's four. But there's four Yeah, people. or like a two-person team named Trio. Yeah. And then also just the last name of uh, actors. Or that, the last names of people in the team. This is also true. Names names are big right. Names and numbers are big right now. Not a lot of puns. Three Smiths. And they're all five, five Johnsons. Mm-hmm. I'm good at this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just you, get, you just started two teams right there. Yeah. yeah. Without even knowing it. Yeah. yeah. And both teams are just me. Hey. Hey. It's gonna be you awkward can, when we have to compete against each other, but Yeah. So yeah, we have a show at UCB now. It's called Dick Cannon Wins the Lottery. Uh, We have put it up twice uh, at UCB and just found out about a week ago that we're going to get a run throughout the summer. So we're very excited about that. Mm -hmm. That's that's really big, I think. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I don't mind saying that it is. It's it's like the whole goal of putting a show up is to get a run and not a lot of shows do it. Especially at a place like UCB, right? Yeah. It's a pretty big deal, it seems like. Yeah, they probably there are about a hundred shows that audition for the theater a year, roughly. So there's two spanks. Yeah, two a week, yeah. pretty much. So spank uh, is a show at UCB where you sort of like audition your show uh, for the theater, and the artistic director uh, watches it, and if she likes it, uh, she'll give it a run, and then if she doesn't, she won't. And yeah. she she liked our show, so she gave That's it a run. It's called a spank. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's a very goofy show. It's uh, we basically play heightened versions of ourselves. These like three weird best friends who win the lottery and manage to fuck it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you we have fun. Oh, we it's just super win fun. the lottery and we have fun. Yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're saying that you guys are weird. Yeah, yeah. This sh- it's a weird show. It's a very, sure. it's yeah. pretty weird show. Any, um, if you anyone who's ever seen us performed, we have a very weird connection on stage with each other yeah also off stage but mostly on stage where it's just like we're too comfortable yeah <laughs> with each other the yeah. amount of like secrets and like deep personal revelations we've revealed on stage compared to just like talking amongst the three of us is like 100 to zero <laughs> i'm pretty sure really so when you're on stage you guys actually will like bring up 
Yeah, we'll like get into it. Yeah. Uh, it's if anything, Ooh, I, we, like I think it. we use it against each other sometimes. So we'll be like, we'll just like bring one person out and be like, okay, we're gonna get into this kind of thing. Because um, on stage, you can't really lie about stuff. So you, you easily can lie about stuff, yeah. but we we don't. Can't. Yeah, like for some reason, if we are asked an honest question by each other on stage, we will always answer honestly, yeah. and mm-hmm. we won't like we won't just make things up, Mm-mm. even if we had talked about it off stage and we're just like oh yeah and like gave some details but not all of them if it's asked again on stage all the details will just come out Mm -hmm. yeah which i mean as an audience member i love when teams do that i like to see the inner workings and i love to like come away with some hot gas yeah uh or just think of just like ooh, this feels real i wonder if this is real Mm -hmm. like "Mm, i bet this is real uh also we definitely kiss on stage (laughs) Oh, pretty oh, yeah. pretty often. Mm-hmm. All of our hands have been inside each other's mouths. That is yeah. true. Multiple That's also times. happened on stage. We um, have licked stages. We do like we've licked the stage floor. This is fantastic. Uh, do you guys we'll like need stack on top of partner. each other. What? We're fun. Yeah. We do you guys fun. need practice partners for licking the stage. Yeah, and making out. It's kind of like do you need? Do you guys have a practice squad like they do in sports? Uh, we just know. practice the three of us. Yeah. Weekly, we have a coach. You don't uh, have somebody to come in. To take the the hits during practice. No, we have no we stunt take the kisses. Men. No, we perform all our own all our own stunt, stunts. stunt kisses. Stunt kisses. Stunt kisses. That's our other team name. Yeah, that's our nice version <laughs> yeah. of us. We're the middle. Our evils is sperm yeah. shaped bullets. Our, our nice, nice ones is stunt kisses. Stunt kisses is very I, funny. Too. I really like stunt kisses too. Yeah. Um, the, the five chans. That was a Jackie Chan reference, and I'll go ahead and explain it because I know it's not going to be funny. Is that another team? Oh yes. Yeah, he does. Don't worry, I'll just I'll edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna know that I'm funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I ruined your guys' flow. No, it's Sorry, fine. I mean, I what, mean, I don't really care. But yeah, what like what do you what do you want us to talk about? Um, oh, I was actually gonna ask you guys about like uh, improv culture or subculture. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, we can get into that. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. So, um, Amanda and I worked at Starbucks together, hey. which is how we met. And I would say there's very much a Starbucks subculture when yes. we work there. Starbucks people like, love to talk about Starbucks. Yeah, and you, you know, like a bunch of people from other Starbucks and it's like this whole thing and you like, talk about everyone's your... married to like other people that work at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So is there a similar thing that goes on in the improv community? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the L.A. Yeah, obviously we don't know New the York New York or, or the Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a hierarchy. I think that's a big part of it. Oh, is for sure. Like, there are people who I've seen in L.A. that I've gotten so excited about that it's like, oh, no one fucking knows who this person is. Yeah. Like, but, like, in the improv world, they're huge. Yeah. They're like, and then there's also, like, part of it is kind of like the I, god this is hard to explain it already. is hard to i was um, just trying i, was I like, do think I of it as like begin. layers though because it's like there are people that we came up with mm-hmm. teams that like oh they got into the scene around the same time as as us and we all like kind of know each other and then we have now seen like teams a couple levels of teams below us yeah so yeah and there's like there's like two groups of it which is like indie improv and then like house teams basically yeah. which is like which is any now, of the theaters yeah. so which if it's is like now basically just ucb because io closed yeah a second city and groundlings uh, i guess here, right I guess. yeah but there yeah so like house teams on a theater is like you like went through all the program and you like auditioned and you got onto a team that performs regularly at one of the theaters we know about ucb pretty much but and then indie improv is like you've met people who also do improv and you wanted to do improv with them so you just submit to all these indie shows that anyone can play pretty much but if you do it enough you can kind of like move up in that where you're like hosting shows or like people are asking you to do shows and you're not just like submitting to them anymore yeah and a lot of that is tied back into the theaters um like a lot of people that we've met in the indie improv scene are also you know going to ucb and gaining recognition in the indie scene can get you shows and performances at one of the theaters like ucb yeah um so they're like kind of two separate ladders but 
There's you a know, lot you of, can you can jump from one ladder to the other. Yeah, yeah. a lot of um, crossover on the Venn diagram. A lot of crossover, yeah. but the the, the goal is yeah. kind of the same, though, right? Like, yeah, to even, perform. And, yeah. yeah, even in the indie scene, like you're trying to get further up in the indie scene to perform at a theater. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, that's the only difference. Is like if you're just going up to the theater, you're still trying to get to the same place but you're just doing it's it it's kind of like going to college way. and going to like trade school or would that be a good comparison or like going to college and not going to college like yeah it's like a, like and you're tr- both trying to get like the same job yeah a deal yeah like if you're a, a business major right. like business going to this is a business podcast so uh if you're like a business yeah. major <laughs> at a university versus just like out of high school like starting your own business and like learning that way Right. It's, it's kind I would, of sort I would of even similar. I say like that, that like doing the indie scene is kind of like doing an internship because ultimately mm-hmm. if you just wait around to get a show at UCB, it's going to take forever and you're going to get maybe one a year. But with the indie scene, you can play multiple times a week, you know, if you're and on you're a good a lot more practice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and that's where ultimately like you want to get do as many shows as you can. Um, cuz that's how you get better. Yeah. 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 Unless you're just insanely talented, um, which you know, to happens to some people. Right I'm, I don't do. I'm not improv, but very talented. At yeah. But like uh, the high, the like higher goal of all that though is like not like nothing in improv is paid. Yeah. Unless you're on like a tour company. So like the real goal is to like move up, get recognized, and get representation, and then start getting jobs. So you are getting like paid through it, kind of, but it's not directly. Like you're not getting paid to do improv. You're getting recognition through improv, and then getting a job. As like a commercial actor yeah, or a writer, or like a writer or an actual actor, an actual actor. I yeah. mean, most of the time it's commercial than TV. Yeah. Then. yeah. Also, I don't mean to say commercial actor actors are not actual actors. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Corey never gets fucked in that commercial. Oh no. Um, All my friends hate me. Yeah. That was just the peanut butter in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> my I mouth understand. got stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say too another big part of the scene, like you know, doing the shows as much as you can, but you you do shows with you know, teams that you build. Um, and a lot of that comes from practices. So we all have multiple teams that we practice with weekly. We have coaches that we pay to like coach us and make us better. So it's, it really is a lot of work. It's like yeah. a nighttime job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. And a nighttime job that you're paying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can easily do improv like five to six nights a week between performing shows and doing mm-hmm. practices, practices and, and classes and, and stuff. And classes. Yeah. Do you guys, um, do you practice like, at home yeah we like, practice in this very room that yeah. we're sitting yeah, in right most now. of the time we practice here oh that's cool yeah, uh, yeah. That's, good. that's a cool thing to think about that's yeah. not something that like i would think about with improv people like yeah practicing in a living room it is weird every uh, every thursday from seven to nine for the past almost three years we've yeah that's we awesome. practice yeah um, we've had the same coach the whole time yeah, shout out michael gardner yeah he who also directs our show um michael the gardener michael, michael the, the gardener. gardener michael the gardener. he was a gardener we were yeah. just like can you teach us <laughs> and he was like i have a last name please call yeah. please call me by my full name and we yeah. said, you saw him and you were like how did you know to plant roses there and not daisies and he was like yes and. i just decided off the cuff <laughs> and then you were like i've got a job for you mm-hmm. yes yeah, we were just like, you know how to wing it, and we need that. You know how to wing it like the birds that I can hear now. Like Paul McCartney's Second side band. band. His evil band. His evil band. band. <laughs> what is his good band? The Beatles. The Beatles? His the Beatles side band. Are, I would have oh, said, his, I I said the Beatles band? was his middle band. Oh, then who's uh, his nice band? His solo stuff? I guess so. Solo stuff? That's his uh, stunt kisses? Who, uh, yes. Yeah, stunt kisses. <laughs> Paul McCartney's stunt kisses. Uh, it's so dumb, I love it. Um, you so think yeah. it's too late to change our name and make it like Stunt Kisses wins the lottery? I think branding-wise, that would be a horrible move. Yeah. yeah. We are definitely known as Dick Cannon. Yeah, and it also fits When you say well. branding, you mean you've already had Dick Cannon branded onto your body. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That would be a terrible move, then don't change your name. Full yeah. tattoos mm-hmm. all yeah. along the side. Toe to shoulder. <laughs> toe to shoulder. <laughs> toe to shoulder. <laughs> Why is that so weird? <laughs> I feel like toe to shoulder could be. I imagine them being like tattoos like overalls. <laughs> like like your sleeves are not done, but yeah. everything Tota yeah, and, and it somehow says Dick Cannon. Just it's just thick. in a bunch of different fonts. It just says like Dick Cannon, Dick Cannon, Dick Cannon. Yeah, um, it's just the word Dick, but in the shape of a cannon. Ooh. Dick on the front, cannon on the back. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like my real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my butt's the cannon. <laughs> <That's>... Oh. <laughs> 
I but got yeah. really close to the mic as I laughed, so it was kind of. <laughs> that just makes it seem like Sounds a really evil. good. It was a really yeah. really good joke. Um, so we all met. Uh, we all took came up through uh, UCB, and we all met in two hundred one, which mm-hmm. is like the level two improv class, which was actually like a really talented class, uh, like overall, uh, which is. I would say like pretty rare for like to it's pretty you have no idea who else is going to be in your class like going into it unless you like sign up with a friend um this was a class at ucb yeah um so yeah that was in the that was like october of 2015 mm-hmm. where yeah. we all met yeah um and then when that class ended us and four other or two other people yeah three of the three of us and then two other people from the class were like oh this we all like playing with each other. Let's start a team. And then uh, Amanda, uh, you know, I'm going to bring this up. Amanda was like, I don't want Jimmy on the team. Uh, he's clearly unfunny. And Corey was like, I don't know. He seems kind of funny. That's not uh, exactly That happened. is not what happened. That's, if I'm I pretty sure honest, what happened. I'm actually a little bit torn between those no, that was really mean. Yeah. You're very funny, Jimmy. Uh, Thank you. You're, no, no, no. You're, you're actually had, you sold me with earwax. Ooh, <laughs> I knew we were going to be friends from that. What one. happened was, I was just we discussed our friends Mark and Kiki, who we mentioned before, and then I was just like, oh yeah, like maybe Jimmy too. I like him, and she was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I just it never worked. got. I never played with you in class. You and I never had a scene together. No, no, no. I know. Um, um, yeah. Also. This is the other part, which I have told you before, which you thought was funny. He had a water bottle that had, like, all these, like, outdoorsy stickers on it, like, for, like, John Muir Trail and, like, Should REI and stuff. And I was like, uh, like, maybe he's, like, not. I wasn't sure if you were, like, totally serious about improv. So I, I was like, I, maybe he's really, like, outdoorsy and, like, I was is not, just doing this for fun. You can't yeah. be both. Uh, you totally can. And I was an idiot. But I definitely yeah. was looking for, like, a more serious team. And I'm very glad we have you. Me too. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I, I didn't really know if I was serious about improv or not. I kind of did it. Which fine. Yeah. Because uh, I had taken a class a year and a half previously because I, I went to school here in L.A. And just over, I didn't go home for one of the summer breaks. So I, I took a class and, like, liked it all right. But then after I graduated, uh, like, all of my friends from college just happened to move out of town. So I was like... Ooh, I gotta like meet more people, uh, and I was just like, "Well, I'll take another UCB class," and then uh, whew, found my home. Yay! Yay! I started taking UCB kind of kind of similarly, where I was just like, I had like I used to make like a bunch of like short films and sketches with two of my friends, who are still my very good friends. But I used to live, I was living on a long beach with one of my friends, Andrew, and then my friend Brian would like come out and like, we like me and Andrew lived in like a house. And so we would like come out, we'd film a bunch at our house and like do stuff. And then we were putting out like a sketch a week on YouTube. And then uh, we had to move or we didn't have to, but we moved and we moved into an apartment and it was just like way harder to film. And then Brian got into a master's program in Switzerland, so he moved away. So we, like, stopped doing sketches just because we couldn't just really anymore. Yeah. I mean, I also... I've got friends like that. Yeah, yeah he ruined it big Onward. time, Brian. Brian. Brian uh, and then also, I was the one that, like, kind of wanted to do it the most, so they were just like, we'll make it work if you want to organize everything. And I was just like, I don't want to organize everything. I want us all to organize everything. And it was just, like, too much... And then at a certain point, Andrew's also like an editor, so he was like doing fine. He like had a job and was editing and doing all the stuff. He also makes all of our posters. We, uh, we owe him so much. Thank yeah. you, Andrew. Yeah, he makes he makes like every time we do uh, our improv show, which I don't even think we've mentioned. We here, haven't. We host a monthly Mention improv it on show. The show, and Andrew will get so much recognition that he won't even know what to do with it. Perfect, Andrew. When Hakeem. I say the show, I mean this podcast. Yes. My mom will donate to his um, life. Uh, yeah, what are the ones? GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah. Venmo. To that. To his Venmo. Yeah. Donate to my guys. <laughs> if everyone could actually donate to my Venmo. I mean, that's how we pay for our shows. Uh, I would be uh, very yeah. grateful. We host a monthly improv show called Dick Cannon Presents Mystery Box. Uh, Mystery Box. Mystery Box. It's funny because Dick Cannon makes me think of Dick, and then Box makes me think of Vagina. Oh. Ooh, I don't think I've ever thought of that. Uh, it's like, oh, Dick Cannon's Who's Vagina? Yes, Dick Cannon. Maybe whose vagina is should there? we change, change the name of our show to that? Dick Cannon, whose vagina? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so we host this monthly show. Every we like 
put out a poster of just like date and time and the teams that are playing it and probably spent too much on them absolutely we like we pay andrew every time to like make a poster where the mystery box is just like a black box with a silver question mark on it and i what we have like a theme every time so like one time the theme was come and one time the theme like c-o-m-e c-u-m yeah it's uh, straight up. That was, yeah. a, that was a weird one to lead yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, but like this month, the theme is friendship. Yeah. So it's not all, yeah. we're not a dick-based team. No, it was just that we were just like, we got to do it once. Yeah. Uh, and so, and like you one time it was like yeah. perfection. So like, I'll like think of an idea of a poster that has to fit that theme. And then I will have him Photoshop the mystery box into some situation. <laughs> and it looks great. No one really has ever mentioned anything about the posters once, but I always like them, and so we keep doing them. Uh, <laughs> in improv, there's like there's like dozens of shows that happen every week, and they all usually have posters for them. So it does, at a certain point, it's just like I pay attention to our shows posters, but like other shows posters, unless it's like particularly cool, yeah. I'm just like, yep, that's a poster with the team names on it yeah. and everything. Um, but one day we'll have a huge collection of them, and I'll be happy. Yeah, that'll be great. We'll uh, do a collage of yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Did we mention where or when it? Is? It's the third Wednesday of every month uh, at the club. Well, if you live in LA and you want to see us play, yeah, people oh, yeah. come back and be like, "Hey, that's that UCB team, Dick Cannon." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they did this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, to continue my story, I guess. Uh, How you got into improv? Yes, um, we moved into apartment. He was editing, so he was, like, working and doing fine. Brian was gone in Switzerland for a couple years. And I was like, I need to keep doing comedy somehow. And so I, like, looked into all the theaters, and I was like, oh, UCB has the people that I like. And I never really thought of myself as, like, a stage performer because I'm not very loud or expressive. But I was like, I'll just take a class. And I got into 101, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I love this. And then I just kept doing it. Oh, yeah. I don't mean to be distru- distracting, yeah. but uh, that's the water thing you were talking about with the yeah. stickers. Yeah, that would make me not want to do improv with Oh, uh, yeah. I have a... You since added more comedy ones. Yeah. I added a UCB one, and... Uh, they used to like just be like... Yeah, so it used to just be like... Uh, I had just... When I took that to a one class, I had just finished like a month-long hike in the Sierra Nevadas. So I was probably like at my... I'm from, kind of. Oh, cool. Well, sort of. I was very... Uh, I was at my most crunchy granola uh, e uh, period of my yeah. life, because um, I was pretty much like all I was doing at that time because I didn't really have a job, and like my two friends from college both had full time jobs, so like I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I basically just like would go hiking every day, cool. um, which is great. I think it's honestly the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sorry, what we can't make like you as happy happened? as hiking on your own. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I honestly wish it were the same. Because <laughs> this is what I want to be doing. But uh, I don't know. Being alone in the woods is pretty fun. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's not people out there. Which yeah. Is great. Corey, I think we interrupted you again. Oh, I was pretty much. I, that's when I started taking classes, and then 201 happened, and then uh, I was just like. I when I looked into the theater, I really looked into like how do you like get onto teams and like how do you keep performing and stuff. And all I really knew was like the way to go through UCB. And then Amanda in our two on class like was like, oh yeah, indie improv just has like shows that you could do and go to and watch all the time. And I was like, what's that? And then she told me about the clubhouse, which is the theater we perform at all the time. And Weekly, I like pretty much yeah. And I went to see a show there. That was Funk Shuffle presents the 90 Minute Herald. Funk Shuffle is the team that our coach Michael Gardner is on, and one of our favorite teams, if not. It's, it's our favorite team, I yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. they're great. We've, we've modeled a lot of our yeah. stuff after them. Yeah. Uh, and they also just got uh, a show run at UCB. Yeah, their uh, second. With their sketch show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funk Shuffle and Normal, normal Show. Yeah. yeah. The mispronunciation of normal was me. That's not the name of it's not a normal normal show it's just funk shuffle a normal show yeah i'll edit out that second part so that everyone will be the explanation great yeah 
Uh, and so, yeah, and so I, like, saw, and also the Herald is an improv form that, like, the, like, there's, like, Herald teams at UCB. That's, like, the one you audition for and can, like, make, like, get on. That's, like, the main goal of, like, getting through the classes is to, like, learn the Herald and get on a Herald team. And so I, like, saw this show at the clubhouse. It was, like, the 90-minute Herald, which is way longer than a, nor- a normal Herald is 25 to 30 minutes uh and they like Fung shuffle like just pushes boundaries and like does weird stuff and it's great and so that was like the first like indie improv show that i saw and i was like oh there's so many more things i can do with this than just like learn one thing and like do it i work with a guy named harold and he's kind of old and has a handlebar mustache he's the one he would hate these shows <laughs> I just or he'd love them yeah uh, he might be really good at improv yeah he might be uh, he bets on horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Uh, I've been betting on improv teams lately, and <laughs> I've never, I just keep losing money. I don't know how to win. Uh, Cage match. That's where you bet. Yeah. Oh. I'm just betting on Herald Knight, and it's just like, yeah, which team so. wins? And it's just like, <laughs> they never declare a winner, and I'm just giving my money away all the time. Amanda. Amanda. What? How did you start in improv? Uh, I. I was on my high school improv team and then later my college improv team and then I moved out to LA uh, and I actually got involved in the indie scene way before I was doing classes at UCB. Usually it's the other way around. Usually people do UCB levels one through four and then they go, what do I do now? And then they like kind of find, I'm hitting everything. Yeah, uh, and then they find <laughs> the indie scene and, and kind of use that. Um, I couldn't definitely not afford classes when I first moved out. Um, and my friend Sarah Malone uh, had already started in the indie scene, and so she kind of brought me in. And I was on a couple teams with her that we did clubhouse shows. Um, and it wasn't until I, I think I'd been doing clubhouse stuff for like a year before I finally took my first um, UCB class. Yeah, and then we've been doing this since. Yeah, uh, we met in tier one, and then now we all have other teams too. Yeah, it was, like, very lucky to be in a 201 class and have somebody who knows the indie scene because, like, most of the time, like, you don't find out until you're, like, through classes and then people are like, yeah, like, what do I do? And, you have like, one person might be like, oh, you can do indie shows if you make a team and, like, practice and, like, if you practice for long enough before you can do it. But, like, really, you can just start doing it whatever. yeah yeah it can be hard to book shows at first uh i think a lot of shows are reluctant to book smaller teams it's harder to be a smaller team it's a um, four to eight yeah like a, yeah. Like, a herald team is yeah. eight people um which is like that for that's, an yeah, indie yeah. team that's that would yeah. be a lot of people that'd but, uh, be yeah but i'm i'm on an eight person yeah. team and we get booked all the time yeah because you know, the bigger your teams are, that's yeah. more people that are in the audience. There's more people to donate. Um, How long do you think it's going to be before you leave this team for that team exclusively? I can't. Um, I, this team is my. Yeah, we could we, all. Make, I would. I would murder either yeah. one of you if you decided to leave this team. Yeah, no, we could all make like the most popular team in the world, and we would not leave no. this team. We could all like get on TV, and I feel like we would still. Do. Oh, uh, we would have our own show at UCB if we all were on TV. Yeah, that's the thing. That's if true. you get famous, UCB really makes Likes an you. effort to put you up on their stage. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, if you're just funny, they will also put you up on your their stage. So there's a lot of competition, though. Yeah. yeah. Improv is definitely very in right now. Yeah, yeah, it's very. Um, so part of it is just Sarah Silverman talked about this at one point in terms of comedy in general. Like half of the game is just sticking around long enough. Um, even like when I started in LA like four years ago, five years ago, um, there was people that I saw around all the time that like are just not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they just stopped doing improv. Yeah. And I think there's one more down. <laughs> <laughs> Build another one. Yeah. Um, that's half true. Um, but yeah, people just stopped yeah. doing it and who'd you're you, like, who'd you kill? I didn't kill anyone, but uh, people just, People yeah. stop coming and you're like, it's, okay, well, yeah, I'm still here. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, it's weirdly a hard amount of work to like... It's it's a hard amount of work. Keep doing yeah. well. Because you can like, you can move up pretty quickly if you're good, but like staying relevant and like exciting mm-hmm. kind of to where you feel like it's worth it and other people like want to see what you're doing is hard. Yeah. 
it's like very easy to just get good and then just like, like plateau away. yeah get tired of it i think especially in the indie scene because there are so there are what eight seven or eight herald teams at ucb yeah. and those like you know they're all very good performers on there so if you just want to see like good solid improv you can go see them but i think if you're an indie team you sort of need to find like your niche, niche yeah, yeah like the thing that you do differently or creatively because if you're just like a solid improv team like you'll be you'll get booked on shows and be considered good and stuff but you're not gonna like there's no really like way to move up from yeah. there it's also like if you're a good performer you and your team isn't as like close then you feel like you can outgrow like you can outgrow a team and then be like oh but i spent so much time on this and then either stick with that team that the team isn't growing even though you're getting better or you like leave it and then you kind of have to restart like a thing it's mm -hmm. like hard to find a team that is like all on a the same level and wants the same things and likes each other enough to like do it that is definitely an interesting difference between stand-up and improv. Stand-up, you can easily, by yourself, go out. You just have your name, and so your success or failure is just on you. But you have to have a team to do improv. So even if, yeah, even if I wanted to leave this team, it's like I can't go keep doing improv. I have to, like, find new people to do it with. I can't just do it by myself, which is it's the thing I like about improv. The thing yeah. that's mm -hmm. scary about stand-up, Dusty does stand-up. Oh, yeah. Not boy. well. But. Yeah, when I <laughs> first started taking improv classes, I was also just like, I'll try stand-up too. And immediately I was like, I cannot, like, I can't put in the work for the, it's so much, like, on it's your own. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't have the mindset to put in the work to, like, work on one joke until it's, like, perfect. I'm just like, I just like to mess around with friends and... <laughs> Like, I mean, we put in a ton of work for yeah. the team, but yeah. it's different. I feel like I'm really lucky because um, like, when I come up with a joke, I don't have to work on it till it's perfect because it's perfect when I come up with it. Yeah, <laughs> and That is a good thing yeah. to have as a stand-up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I tell jokes kind of the same way that I'm talking right now. I'm very like monotone and dry and stuff, but yeah. I think it turns out... Yeah. I wish I had more mics. Uh, we had some guests just walk in. Yeah. Not guests. Hi, uh, the the people, uh, live here. They live here. <laughs> um, we're guests. Yeah. Yeah. We are guests. But yeah, uh, going back, uh, I think we, you get a similar thing like that in improv. You have like people who are like more writer brained uh, yeah. and are just like, man, like those people just say funny stuff yeah. on stage and think of like and pull like really great like specifics for yeah. scenes and stuff and then there are more like actor improvs that are just, where it's like, just emotionally like, committed yeah and it's just like oh man that was so funny not because they said yeah. funny words but just because like they committed to this like yeah. dumb character so well mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's a big thing right now because it's so saturated like i would i mean i i don't pay a lot of attention to improv just because i guess i'm not a part of the scene but um like I know that stand-up is very saturated right now, and I would imagine it's the same with improv, especially with, like... Improv has died down a little bit, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, like, especially, I think, UCB class attendance has gone down a little bit in the past two years. I feel it, like show attendance, indie-wise, has. Like, I don't think UCB shows are getting less crowded, no. but, like, I've noticed that, like, indie shows, there's been less people just, like, going to see them. I think there was just, with, like... Kimmy Schmidt, just I think a lot of like TV shows that people around our age group uh, sort of liked watching and they're sort of like late teens, early 20s. A lot of those shows were like a lot of the writers and showrunners and actors on it were all like UCB people. So UCB became like this mecca for like, gotta do UCB yeah. if you like. And Parks and Rec, I think, was. Yeah, that, that, that's probably, probably like, the, the biggest, biggest one. one. Yeah. That's why I got into UCB because. I love that show and everyone on it was a mm -hmm. UCB person. But yeah, I was talking to some people who are like work at the theater and they were saying like, yeah, class, uh, it's hard for them to fill up like level one classes. Whereas like uh, once you go through uh, the core program, which is there's four levels in that um, you can get into advanced study, uh, which is just like upper level classes to just like keep honing your skills and those classes are always like sell out very quickly but the lower level classes aren't 
so basically like that sort of wave is now just like staying in the community and they're not getting as many people. people yeah coming in i think with like netflix and like all, all these different avenues of media and content i think it the, the wave came with that right yeah like, totally and then people realized that it was hard probably like it's not like an easy thing to do so maybe it's kind of dying off a little bit yeah it's, it's uh like i want to be famous so i'm just going to join ucb but then like then people are starting to maybe realize that like there's actual work that has to be put into it. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people too will just like do, do a couple of levels just because like their agent told them to. So that way they could like put it on your resume audition yeah. for stuff. Um, right. As opposed to like people who are improvisers who are doing it to be improvisers. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I think a lot of people expect like, I'll take one on one and then like then I'm in UCB and I'll be great because yeah I didn't I had no idea of like how the structure of like getting on a Herald team worked like going in even going into 201 um, I had like no idea about any of that and I really learned from like you Amanda of like how sort of like the process to go through that but yeah like when I signed up for sketch 101 I was just like yeah, I'll take this class and then I'll be like a UCB sketch performer, yeah, like writer. And it's just like, no, there are like hundreds of people who audition every year mm -hmm. to be on these teams. And it's like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And <laughs> also, oh, yeah. I was gonna say also too, like with stand up, you have this like idolized version of what it's going to be. Like, I'm going to be on stage and people are going to think I'm funny and it's going to feel great. And you like, don't know that you have to suck at it. Oh yeah. And you have to have bad shows and you have to hate yourself and you have to like think about quitting and you have to like, it's hard. Like I, we still have bad shows sometimes. Yeah, like absolutely. you never get past having bad shows. And I think that takes a lot yeah. of people out too. We have one person that has never seen us do a good show. And oh yeah. Yeah. He's seen us four times. I'd say five, five or four six or five times. times. He's never Thru seen us like, have a good show. Throughout all three years. Like yeah. this was inviting him. He, he, he yeah. it's his shows a lot of times uh, that yeah. we play. Yeah, and for some reason, he's just like we've just never done great. <laughs> and he knows, like he knows we're all funny, yeah. and like he knows us all. And he knows I, we're I, doing decently well. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. I hope he thinks so, we're funny yeah. as individuals. But um, it's just like for some reason, whenever we're just like, oh, Cody's going to be at the show. Are we going to do a good show? And it's just like, no, nope. Not this Once time. again, we thought we had a show like a couple weeks ago where yeah. we we're like this will be the show where yeah. we finally have a good set. Because it was a show that he was hosting, his team yeah. was hosting, and he asked us to be on it. We were like, wow, we're surprised he asked us because he's never seen us do do well. Yeah. And then we were like, this is going to be the one. And it was not. Yeah. Um, but I think that does take a lot of people out too. Where, yeah. where people don't realize like, sucks. it sucks. Yeah. 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 It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to be like, oh, it was mm -hmm. easier not doing this. Yeah, or like having a show where like you do bad and then you see a team that does great. And you're just like, well, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just like, well, you know, that crowd was weird or whatever. Like, cause that'll happen sometimes mm -hmm. where it's just like a very low energy show overall and just like no team has a good set. But then like, it was Cody's team that we had a bad set. And I was like, well, you know, no, no team is going to have a good set. And they just went up and absolutely killed. Uh, yeah. That was a humbling moment. It's also the thing where it's just like, even if you get through all the stuff and you're funny, part of it is still just networking yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you still have to know people that can vouch for you. And like you can you can be funny, but it's way easier to be funny and have people know who you are and have seen you be funny that are like in the room when you're getting opportunities to like audition for things or turn in like packets yeah. or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. And like that is a lot of work that people don't put in either. It's just like they just like go to a show, they perform and then they leave. And it's like you have to kind of like be around and like talk to people. Yeah. And that's how we got like Yeah. when we were first starting out, we got like booked on a couple of like bigger name shows and it's just because like you know, we had solid shows but then would just like talk to people afterwards yeah. and, and show up to the shows that yeah, we weren't performing yeah and like as a team too like it mm -hmm. wasn't just like one of us there or they would see us all separately it's like we as a group would go to shows and like talk to people hosting shows and like they would see us together and that like helped a ton in the beginning because we hadn't we hadn't proved performance wise that we were good enough to be booked on like these big shows but Consistent we enough. yeah but like we put in the time to like show up 
and like show that we like cared and were working at least whether or not we were like ready or not and we like got booked on like these like great shows and it helped so much yeah plus it's probably hard to prove that you're ready if you're not getting booked on shows right yeah so, like, yeah, yeah it if is you're only doing a show like once every yeah. couple weeks now it's easier because we're getting it's like much more consistent and, yeah. also, and we're known in the like yeah. we know a lot of people in the community so it's just like oh like if i see that like Corey or amanda is on a team i'm like oh that team will probably be pretty good even if i don't know the other people on it i'm just like oh this one good performer is on it they're Therefore, probably playing yeah. with good people so it's probably a pretty good team cool i don't i don't stick around because i don't like people but that's kind of actually why i started doing this podcast because i wanted to learn how to talk to people yeah yeah it can be hard i remember will you guys be my friends yes yes we're all best friends. Yeah. You would never ask me that question in the react. eight yeah. or nine years I've known you, but yeah. now that you've asked, yes. Yeah. I mean, I've never really cared. Yeah. But it's also now, crazy but. how much improv has made me better at talking to people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even like they know how different like I, my personality is around people than you've when you've come out of your shell so much. Yeah. yeah like the past couple nice. years. I legitimately thought Corey, because Corey was a serial. He now has a. Um, could be. I don't know. In, in 201, I legitimately thought Corey was like 17. Uh, he looked very, very young. And just I was just like, oh, man, that's awesome that this like young guy is like taking UCB classes. Like, I would be intimidated. And then he was just like, yeah, I'm like four years older than you. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you were very quiet. Yes. Yeah. Now Corey is, he's talking to everyone after shows. Yeah. I can't stop. Except it's mostly all about improv. Which is fun, but also sometimes I'm just like, stop talking about improv. Well, I mean, that just means you like it. Yeah. 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 We we give a shit about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, honestly, like, I hope you guys don't expect a lot of people to listen to this, but a few will. No. But no. I'm, I'm doing this more just for me, because like, yeah. I'm yeah. just trying to learn it's to fun. talk should, to people I mean, be... I mean, me and my brother have a podcast. We've recorded like 10 episodes and have not released a single one. So that's good. It's just fun. Yeah. I recorded with my buddy Michael in San Diego. We recorded maybe like six or seven before I actually like put anything out there. Yeah. I feel like even like performing should, for the most part, be for you. Like if you're Mm -hmm. doing it to get recognition, that's hard. Like it's harder to do it that way than just like I enjoy doing this and it's something that I want to work at. Like that's, I feel like, what makes it like good yeah. or at least better makes it okay yeah. yeah i feel like you can see that on like if i see a team where i'm just like even if i don't think it's funny but they think it's funny on stage and they like stick with it and commit to it mm-hmm. they will win me over yeah. whereas like it's so easy to like sniff out someone who's just like oh this person is like just wants to be but, on yeah. stage and try to be funny like nope not paying attention now that's true. I, I think uh, just, was it like laughter is contagious is kind of like the sentiment behind it. Just if somebody's having a really good time talking about something that I don't care about, I'm eventually going to yeah start liking it too. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. it's fun. But we're a little over an hour now and I usually keep them about an hour. So cool. Okay. Are you guys good? Yeah. yeah. Are you good? Else? I hope we were funny enough. Do you want to, no, yeah, this is terrible. Do you want to comp to our <laughs> show? You Wanna come to our sketch show? Yeah, when is it? It's on a Thursday. Yeah. When uh, does this probably, come out? Is it next month? Uh it's, it's the fifth. Yeah, July fifth. We're gonna have more after that though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I might come to it then. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know when is this episode coming out? Do you know? Um I'll go I'll edit it this week and I'll probably put it out next week sometime. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, July fifth at UCB Franklin. Game, at nine thirty. At nine thirty PM. Um, Dick Cannon wins the lottery. Get your tickets at ucbtheater.com. From here, right? Yeah. Not from where you're listening. Unless you're listening in Amanda's apartment, in which case. That'd be crazy. Yeah. How did you get in here? Hey, hey, you, get in the corner. Get get out of here. That was improv. Uh, We just improv that. We just improv. Am I a part of the team? Well, you are. We are. Can I be Dick Cannon's balls? We are. Stunt kisses. Stunt kisses. Stunt kisses five Johnson. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, those were all callbacks. Um, yes. Callbacks, another. Yeah. Impact. So, oh yeah. Anything else that uh, you guys want to promote or talk about? No, we have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dick, Dick Cannon Improv on, on Facebook. No or underscores Instagram. or anything. Just all Dick no. Cannon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One word. Okay. 
Did Canon improve? We promote Instagram? a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll throw some links up on my website. Do yeah. I just added? Do you guys have a web? Uh, you have a website? We have Facebook. Just Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll put all that up on Sweet. my website. Thanks for having we'll us. Take a picture. Yeah, I'll leave you. your headphones on. We'll okay. stop recording. But. All right, that's the podcast. Thanks for uh, listening, you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure Dick Cannon does too. Make sure to check them out on their Facebook and uh, Instagram pages and um, go see them on July 5th. Um, and also go check out their show, uh, The Mystery Box Show, that they have, I think it was every Wednesday. Uh, we can confirm that when we go to their Facebook page. And uh, um, and if you guys like to would like to check me out, I'm going to be in a show called Freak Show. It's a variety show where people do insane things to their body. Uh, other people are going to be performing music. I'm going to be there performing what some may call comedy. Um, it's going to be on July 7th in Fresno at Full Circle Brewing Company. Uh, you can find tickets through a link on the homepage of my website, Dusty Tunnel, tunnel with two L's.com. Go check it out. Also, I will be in a comedy contest here in San Diego through Madhouse Comedy. Uh, that contest starts on July 9th, although I do not know if that's going to be the day that I am going to be performing, but I will keep you updated. Thank you very much, guys. Um, Love you, bye.